0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Bhāgavatam, Canto one, Chapter four, text number eleven Namanti Yat Pada Niketa Matmana Shivayahani Yadhana Kathamsa vira shriyamanga dusta jam Yuvaisato srushtamaho sahasu vi Namantiyatpadha Shivayahani Adhanani Shatrava Sri Avanga Yuvaisato Shrishta NAMANTIYAT PADAN NIKETAM ATMANA SHATRAVA PATHAM SA VIRASHRIYA DUSTAJAM Yuvai Shato Trishhtamaho Sahasubi Namanti Yat Padani Keta Matvana Rivayahani <coughs> Shatrava Katam Savira Sri Amanga Dustajam Yavasha Toshrusta Maho Sahasuvi Namanti Bow down Yat Hada Whose feet Niketam under Atmana, own Shivaya, welfare. Haniya, used to bring about Dhanani, wealth. Satrava, enemies. Katham, for what reason? Saha, he, viraha, the chivalrous, shriyam, opulences, anga, oh, dustajam, insuperable, you are in full youth. I sata desired uchastum, to give up. Aho exclamation Saha with Asubi Life <coughs> Translation He was such a great emperor that all his enemies would come and bow down at his feet and surrender all their wealth for their own benefit. He was full of youth and strength, and he possessed insufferable, kingly appearances. Why did he want to give up everything, including his life? That's the verse for today. Please repeat. He was such a great emperor that all his enemies would come and bow down at his feet and surrender all their wealth for their own benefit. He was full of youth and strength and he possessed insuperable kingly pulenceces. Why did he want to give up everything, including his life, purport. There was nothing undesirable in his life. He was quite a young man and could enjoy with power and opulence. So, there was no question of retiring from active life. There was no difficulty in collecting the state taxes because he was so powerful and chivalrous that even his enemies would come to him and bow down at his feet and surrender all wealth for their own benefit. Maharaj Parikshit was a pious king. He conquered his enemies and therefore the kingdom was full of prosperity. There was enough milk, grains and metals and all the rivers and mountains were full of potency. So, materially everything was satisfactory. Therefore, There was no question of untimely giving up his kingdom and life. The sages were eager to hear about all this. So these are the great sages who want to know about Maharaj Parikshit. Specifically, one thing that they are wondering... Uh, that is the topic for today in this, today's verse, so we will discuss it further in detail that uh, what was the uh, King Pariksit's character, etc., and uh, everything about him. Om Ajnana Timiranta Siganan Shalakya. Sakshurunmalitam yana dasmai shri gurave namaha. Si chaitana manoprishnam. Saapitam yana bhootale svayam rupa kadamayam radhati svapadantikam. Jai shri Krishna chaitana prabhu nityananda. Siyadvait gadadar shri vashadigour bhaktavinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare. All the kings of the whole world came to Maharaj Parikshit in Delhi, in Hastinapur and bowed down at his lotus feet and they gave so much of wealth they brought at his service because he was the emperor of the whole world. And He had inherited, actually, he had inherited this kingdom from his grandfather, Yudhishthir Maharaj, the eldest son of the Pandava brothers. So, he was a grandson, and he was put on the throne at a very early stage. And now, he is in the youth of his life. He's a young man and he had all the opulences of the world. He has big, big palaces and in those days, the city was filled with so much of opulence coming from all over the world. The wealth was coming unlimitedly from all over the world. So, Hastinapur, Delhi and India was the richest country 5,000 years ago. And King Emperor, uh, the Emperor of the whole world, Maharaj Parikshit, is described here that he had subdued all his enemies and his enemies also had become his friends and servants and they were serving him. Just to keep him happy and bless him. So, he had super excellent opulences an unsurpassed kingdom. Then the question that the sages are asking here, why did he even give up all of this? That's the main thing. That's the main top topic of today because king parikshit he gave up everything and he sat down on the river bank of jamuna jamuna river is flowing at delhi hastinapur he sat down all the great personalities from the whole universe gathered there the great sages came Lord Shiva, Brahman, Muni everybody came and they also sat down in that assembly. And they were waiting for somebody, some great personality to come. So, Shukdev Goswami came there. So, we have already studied about the character of Shukdev Goswami. We have discussed in some detail how he was the Paramahansa devotee. He was Brahmavadi and the great devotee Paramhansa at the same time. So, Sukdev Goswami is the ideal speaker. And who is the ideal listener? That is the topic for today. Because speaker and listener both are important. Sometimes... The listener is more important than the speaker. Because the result of the speech or the description that is there, it can only be transferred if both the parties are qualified. So there is qualification of the speaker as well as the qualification of the listener. So here, there is a competition between the speaker and the listener. Who is more qualified? So that is a question of debate. Because both of them are super high class devotees. Some Acharyas, they say that Shukdaya Goswami, he was the greatest speaker. And some Acharyas, they say that uh, Parikshit Maharaj, he was the greatest listener, he was even more qualified than anybody else, so that is the topic for today, and you have to decide for yourself, who is better between the two, and what is the qualification, specifically to be a good listener, or a perfect listener, because Here it is described, Parikshit Maharaj had all the wealth and appliances of the world. He did not lack anything and he was full of youth and energy. He was in the prime of his youth. And then uh, he sat down on the bank, he gave up everything. Even his royal dress and all the paraphernalia, his palaces, everything he renounced. And he just sat down, like a very simple man, at the bank of River Jamuna. So, somebody can say that, yeah, of course, because he was cursed by Shringi to die in seven days. Shringi had thrown a curse. But that may not be a valid argument, because... Parikshit Maharaj had so many powerful brahmanas and sages on his side who could nullify, make the curse null and void in a fraction of a day or in a few minutes' time. They were so powerful in mantras and yajyas and rituals and everything that they could easily take care of this little curse. There was no question For Parishit Maharaj. But Parishit Maharaj did not even think about that. Even though he he had that choice. He had that option. Why did he decide to give up his body? Which was so much useful for the whole world. Because Parishit Maharaj is not just a devotee, a good devotee. He is a Bhagwat Uttama. He is a Mahabhagwat devotee. It's very rare to find this kind of what devotees in this world. He, He was grandson of Yudhishthira Maharaj and Pandava brothers. So he could have said that I'm already the grandson of the greatest devotees. I don't have to do anything. I just have to enjoy my kingdom. He could have taken that path. But instead... He himself on his own, he became such a great devotee. First of all, when he was in the womb of his mother, he was saved by Lord Krishna himself. And Lord Krishna came inside the womb of Mother Uttara. And when, as an embryo, Parishit Maharaj saw Lord Krishna... Such a beautiful personality, the most attractive personality of Lord Krishna. He saw face to face and then he came out and all his life he did only one thing. He was looking for that greatest personality, Lord Krishna. Everywhere he was searching, where is this person that I saw? He looked so beautiful, I cannot forget his I cannot forget his beautiful form, Tribhanga Lalitam. This beautiful form of Lord Krishna, if anybody sees, it's guaranteed you can never forget him. So, same thing happened with Pariksit Maharaj. And because of that, he was, even though he was the greatest administrator, king, emperor of the whole world, but his his focus in his life was to chant Hare Krishna, to hear about Krishna, uh, to perform devotional services for Krishna, deity worship. And specifically, he is known to remember Krishna. This is the greatest achievement in life. If you can remember Krishna, even few times in the day, he remembered Krishna... 24 hours, there was not even single minute that he forgot Krishna. So this is the greatest qualification of the mahabhagavat devotee that he can never forget Krishna. So that benediction he got even in the womb of his mother and he after coming out in this material world, the material energy never touched him. Why? Because the devotee if he can remember Krishna, then maya cannot touch him. The minute you forget Krishna, the maya will cover you up. But the material energy cannot come near you if you can remember. Just marat pundari sab bahiya abhyantara suchi Immediately you are purified as soon as you remember Krishna. So Parikshit Maharaj... He was able to remember Krishna every minute of his life. So this is, that is why he is described as the Mahabhagavat devotee. And because of this, automatically he was able to subdue all the enemies, all the kings of the world. They came to him and became his menial servants. They offered all kinds of wealth to him. Voluntarily. <clears throat> so this is the quality of the great devotee. We have also in the ninth canto description of Ambrish Maharaj, he was similar. So, Parikshit Mah- Yudhishthira Maharaj also same thing. These great devotees, they have this quality that they can never forget Krishna. And they are always absorbed in devotional service. And because of that, even though they are householders, Parikshit Maharaj was a householder. But all his life, he was able to worship Krishna and at the same time become a perfect householder and at the same time became the perfect king, emperor of the world. So this is a very great achievement because in his kingdom, people were very happy, very peaceful and prosperous. Even the poor people, they had... ...silver pots to cook. Uh, ordinary, the middle class and rich people, they all had gold, gold pots. And everybody had so much wealth. And there were no dacoits, no thieves, nobody there. Kali Yuga was supposed to start, but Kali, Kali was afraid to come in his kingdom. So, because of his prowess, the devotional service has so much of power... That wherever there is pure devotional service, Kali cannot enter in that atmosphere. Kali is afraid. So even though we are in the middle of Kali Yuga, but if somebody is a pure devotee, then Kali cannot come near him. Material energy, Maya Devi, cannot come near him because he is under the protection of Yogamaya, Krishna's internal energy. Because of the power of his devotional service. So, this is the reason why he was so precious. His kingdom was full of opulences and happiness and prosperity. Everybody was happy. And the rivers and mountains, they were voluntarily giving all kinds of precious gems. Hira, Moti, Manek emeralds, diamonds, rubies, everything was plentiful, gold, silver, metals, everything was so much in abundance, there was so much of water, but there was never any flooding, there was so much of rain, but it only rained during the night time, never it bothered people, when people were sleeping, the farms and and, uh, everything was rained and crops were taken care nicely, so It was like the almost like the heavenly. He had more appliances than even the heavenly kingdom of Indra, and it was like a spiritual world. So uh, even after Krishna had left the planet, because of the power of Parikshit Maharaj, people were the citizens were very happy. So the sages are asking the question. Then in. didn't he have the responsibility to keep going with his body, preserve his body for the benefit of people because he was such a wonderful personality that what would happen to people if he left his body? That would probably be a disaster for everybody. So why did he leave his body? Why did he decide to leave his body? That is the question here that is being asked. So we de- we see this kind of behavior very rarely. Yaktva Sudastajas Surepsita sita Lakshmim Dharmista Arya Vachasa Yadga Dharanyam Mayam Rigam Daita Ipsita Anvadavadvande Mahapurushta charanarvinda. That is the greatest personality. That came recently. He had beautiful wife. He had goddess of fortune, Lakshmidji, as his wife. So, there is no question of any scarcity. When you have the Lakshmidji herself as your wife, how can there be anything lacking in your life? But he gave her up. Chaktwa. The demigods are worshipping Lakshmi every day. They want little favor from Lakshmi Devi so they can keep their appearances. They can have whatever uh, good facilities they are getting. They want it more and more continue. They don't want it to stop. So they are worshipping Lakshmi. But this personality he gave up. In the middle of night he walked out of his house. He took Sannyas. And he was running after the people who were captured by Maya Devi, who were suffering souls of the material world uh, in Kali Yuga. Uh, and this great personality, uh, he dedicated his life to save people of Kali Yuga from their suffering by spreading the, by inaugurating and spreading the Sankitan movement. Uh, and uh, giving everybody uh, Hare Krishna Mahamantra Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare Hare, Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram Hare so this great personality came 500 years ago and then after him there were uh, also the example of the other Tyaktava, Tu Namashesha Mandalapati, Shrenim Sada Tuchhvat, Bhutva, Dina Ganesha Harunaya, Gopi Gopi Bhavarasamritabdilahari, one uh, day Rupa Sanatana Uragu Yugao, Gopal So, these six personalities who became the followers of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they also, uh, Rupa and Sanatana, they were ministers, they also had opulences, unlimited amount of facilities, money, palaces, gardens, everything they had, they gave up. Actually when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to the capital city, their capital city, that time they came to see him. And uh, uh, they said that, My dear Lord Chaitanya, we have one request. We don't want to now remain as ministers, but we have desire to come and uh, just be with you. Because Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had the personality that whoever saw him, just like if you see Krishna, you fall in love with him automatically. Similarly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was so beautiful and attractive. So immediately they had the desire to give up everything and just be with him as his servants. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, No, you are not going to come with me. Go back to your home in your palace. Worship Krishna nicely there. Keep on performing your household duties and your administrative duties. In due course of time, Krishna will release you from this responsibility. Then you can join me. Not right now. So that was a very heavy order, but they had no choice to follow, uh, but to follow his order. Similarly, Raghunath Das Goswami, also very rich son of a very rich man, Majumdar family. And he also came to see Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He said the same thing, that I want to be with you. I don't want to go back home. To my house, to my palace. I don't want anything. I just want to be with you. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Your Guru Maharaj has even not come to me, and how you can come? Go back. So he also sent him back and told him to perform his duties properly. So these are the great uh, Goswamis of Vrindavan later on uh, when Krishna made the plan and they were able to join Lord Chetanamah Prabhu's Sankirtan movement actively. But uh, they all gave up Tunam Ashesha Mandala just like somebody gives up a straw in the street. There is no value in the little straw grass. You can easily give up. You don't even think twice that should I keep it in, pick it up and keep it in my pocket. If there is a hundred dollar bill, you may think, okay, let me pick it up. Put it in my pocket. But who would want to pick up a straw in the street and put it in his pocket? Nobody. So, the whole kingdom, they gave up just like a straw in the street. All the gold and rubies and diamonds, everything they gave up. And they became like beggars in Vrindavan. And they were living under trees. And this all was possible because they were always absorbed in the mood of Gopi Bhartupada Kamala Das Dasan. That I am the servant of the Gopis, of the master, of the husband of the Gopis, Lord Krishna. That's all I am. So, with that mood, they were able to give up all the appellances. So, we see a similar behavior in the character of uh, uh, Parikshit Maharaj. Parikshit Maharaj is also giving up everything and he is in the full of his youth and energy. And he could have easily made the solution for this little curse by Shringi boy. But uh, he did not take that option and he decided to. Why? Because even though he was beneficial to the whole world at that time, now he decided to become beneficial to hundreds and thousands and millions of people, um, hundreds and hundreds of generations of people that would be coming. And he, made, he facilitated for Srimad Bhagavatam to be spoken and distributed. So he is the first one who was uh, the instrument. And Bhagavatam came to this earth planet because of him, because he sat down on the river bank of Jamuna. And Srimad Bhagavatam is the one. Nigamakalpataror galitam falam sukha mukhad amritadravasayutam pibata bhagavatam rasamalayam muhuraho rasika bhuvi bhavuka. That there is on one side you can put all the wealth of the world, all the diamonds, rubies, everything that is valuable in this world, you can put it on one side, and on the other side you can put the that of Srimad Bhagavatam books. Which one is more valuable? Srimad Bhagavatam is more valuable because the wealth of this world at some day it will be finished. Even the kingdom of Indra is finished after some time and he becomes an ordinary person. After he rules over, then even Indra, he loses all his power and he has to die. But, The Ambrita, the the immortal nectar that you drink from Srimad Bhagavatam that makes you immortal forever and ever. Solves your problem forever and ever. Even if you distribute one set of Srimad Bhagavatam, only one set in your life to give it to somebody. Then you are guaranteed to go back to Godhead. Srimad Bhagavatam is so powerful. That it, it's the only one book that is able to deliver uh, you and the whole world out of all these severe problems of Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga is filled with so many problems, you know. And all the books of the world, you can put it on one side, and you can put the set of Srimad Bhagavatam on the other side. Which one is more valuable? Srimad Bhagavatam. Even it's described that all the Puranas, all the Vedas, all the Upanishads, everything Vastadev wrote, you can put it on one side, and on the other side you put only Srimad Bhagavatam that he wrote. Which one has more value? Srimad Bhagavatam. Because all these books, even though they are very good, they are full of knowledge and everything, there is no doubt about it, but they are not sufficient on their own. To dissipate the darkness of Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga is so heavy darkness like dark night. And suffering of the people keeps on increasing as the Kali Yuga progresses. So if there is no Srimad Bhagavatam, then the darkness of Kali Yuga will remain. Only Srimad Bhagavatam is is able to remove the darkness of Kali Yuga. That is why it is the most valuable book. And that is why Srila Prabhupada, he focused on writing Srimad Bhagavatam. When he was in Vrindavan, he could have chosen any book to write on. But he started writing Srimad Bhagavatam. Before him, Bhaktisiddhantar Maharaj had written commentary on Bhagavatam. So many of our acharyas, they have written on Srimad Bhagavatam. And Prabhupada, he decided to also write And in in his introduction, he explains his purpose and mission, everything he explains. What is Srimad Bhagavatam and why he is writing. So, Srimad Bhagavatam is so great that there is no comparison with any other book in the world. But, who is the person who first brought Srimad Bhagavatam? That is Parikshit Maharaj. Because of him, Shukdev Goswami came and he sat down. And he started speaking Srimad Bhagavatam. That is how Srimad Bhagavatam came first time, was spoken in this, on this earth planet. So uh, that is why we are indebted to Parikshit Maharaj. Because for our benefit and for generations and for thousands and millions of people, he gave up his kingdom, he gave up everything and he sat down so that the Bhagavatam can be spoken and heard. So he heard Srimad Bhagavatam. He is showing by his example how to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. All his priorities were on the other side and he focused on hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. Nothing else. Even though he was practicing, he was the greatest devotee, he was practicing devotee, Mahabhagwat devotee. He never forgot Krishna. He could have said, I already know Krishna. I am remembering Krishna every day. Why I have to sit down and hear Bhagavatam? No. He sat down for seven days and seven nights and all he did was hear Srimad Bhagavatam. So we can learn from the example of Parikshit Maharaj here that how to uh, be qualified uh, to listen to Srimad Bhagavatam. What are the qualities that we need to have to become a good listener for Srimad Bhagavatam for Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, in Hari Bhakti Vilas, uh, first chapter, text number 127, says, Name Bhakta Chaturvedi, Madh Bhakta Swapachavriya, deyam Tato Grahyam, Sacha Pujyo Yathahi Aham, Name Bhakta, that if somebody is the greatest scholar, is the noble he is a Nobel Prize winner. And he is such a great scholar that he gets awards after awards all over the world. He's is renowned as the greatest scholar. But Hari Bhakti will ask this. He is nothing. He is because he is not my Bhakta. Krishna says if he is not my devotee, he may be the greatest scholar. He may be Chaturvedi. He may be knowing all the four Vedas. But he is not a devotee, so he has no value. But if somebody is a chandal, somebody is just coming from the family of the dog eaters, but he is my devotee, he is chanting Hare Krishna, he is studying Srimad Bhagavatam, he is practicing Bhakti Yoga, he is very dear to me because doesn't matter what kind of country he is coming from, what kind of birth he is coming from, what kind of uh, dog-eater family he is coming from, but he is very dear to me, because he is my devotee. So, deyam. you can give him any gift, you will be honored. So, to when he gives you anything, he gives you something to eat, you can accept it, no problem. As prashadam, such a pujo yatha aham and you should worship him just like you worship me so this is lord krishna's order that krishna he doesn't care for your money or for your knowledge of the world or the vedas everything he doesn't care he doesn't think it's very important he says even if whatever background you are coming from, but if you become my devotee, then you are the greatest. And Prabhupada he proved that. Irat Hunandra Bulinda Pulkasha Abir Shumba Yavana Kasaaya. Yene the papa, yadapad pashaaya. Hudyanti dasmay Prabhu Vishnuve nama. Namo nama. So even. Uh, ...anybody from any background... ...Kirata, Huna, Yavana, Kasadaya... ...Chinese people, Japanese people, Russian people... ...European, American, Indian, African... ...anybody. All of the people. Prabhu The pure, the great pure devotee of the Lord... ...he can... ...when you come in contact with Him... And you take shelter at His lotus feet. You make Him your spiritual master. Sudhyant is a Immediately He purifies you and He makes you a pure devotee. Because now you are following His instructions. You are taking His mission as your life and soul. So you become very qualified great devotee by His mercy. So this is what Prabhupada showed that how he went all over the world and he made pure devotees. Anybody who takes shelter of the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada, he can become a very great devotee. So, this is the Srimad Bhagavatam and the pure devotee Bhagavat. The power of pure devotional service, they are exhibiting and they are distributing to the whole world. And that is how, even in the middle of the heavy-duty Kali-yuga problems, people can be mitigated from their suffering. They can become pure devotees. They can help others. They can distribute Srimad Bhagavatam. This greatest knowledge that is inside, this greatest nectar that is inside this Srimad Bhagavatam, that can be distributed, and that is being distributed right now all over the world. Uh, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and uh, by the efforts of the devotees of his Khan movement. Now Srimad Bhagavatam is becoming the most popular book in the world, in all different languages, all different countries of the world. So this is the greatest <coughs> benediction that the humanity has. And Pariksit Maharaj is the first one who opened the path for distribution of Srimad Bhagavatam, this greatest knowledge. So I will stop here, and if you have any questions or comments, you are most welcome, you can share with us your realization, what is your understanding from today's verse, what is the position of Parikshit Maharaj, Text number 11 says, Namanti yat padan niketanatana. Shivaya hani yadhanani shatrava kathamsa vira shriyamanga dustajam yuvaisa tos rashtu maho sahasubi. That namanti, all the kings were namanti to Parikshit Maharaj. They were coming and offering their obeisances and offering their service, their wealth, everything to. Parikshit Maharaj he was such a great veera he was such a great uh, powerful kshatriya king emperor of the world but uh, nobody can give up such so much power and so much wealth but he gave it up in a young age and he accepted uh, to just sit down and listen to Srimad Bhagavatam. So why did he do that? That is a question that the sages are asking today. And we discuss about it a little bit. So if you have uh, Prabhu you have any anything any realization or anything to say what you what is your understanding? You have a comment? And a question, okay. Vishwambar, Vishwambar das. Hare Krishna. This Goswami is how they follow Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the example of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Parikshit Maharaj. Yes, how much precious the Srimad Bhagavata must be that Parikshit Maharaj, he put everything aside, all All the wealth and opulences and power and and the kingdom and everything that he had as an emperor. He gave up all that just for the sake of hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. So how much important must be, Parishit Maharaj is showing by his own example, that how much important it is to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. We cannot uh, underestimate the power of Srimad Bhagavatam. That we learned from the example of Parishit Maharaj here in this verse. Because the sages are asking this question. that How is it possible nobody can give up even if you tell somebody to give up $10,000. It's a very big decision for him. And he gave up millions and millions and billions of dollars of wealth. And he just did not even keep a penny with him. And he sat down penniless. Uh, and just listen to Srimad Bhagavatam. So he is giving such a great example, the first one in the series of Srimad Bhagavatam, that is giving this example, that being a householder, very aristocratic, rich man, emperor, giving up everything, uh, just to take full benefit of Srimad Bhagavatam. Even though he was already the greatest devotee, But he put everything aside for the sake of the humanity, the generations that would be coming in Kali Yuga, the suffering people of Kali Yuga. So he sacrificed his own life for the sake of all the people that are going to come. And to alleviate from their suffering, he was opening the path. That now, look, this is... This is the path, if you take Srimad Bhagavatam as your life and soul, then you can not only solve your own problem, but you can help so many people to solve their problems. So he became the first listener of Srimad Bhagavatam. So he is a very great example. And uh, then, of course, you mentioned about the six Sikhs, they are also very great examples. They uh, took also Srimad Bhagavatam very seriously. They gave up everything for the sake of chanting Hare Krishna and Srimad Bhagavatam writing the commentaries on Srimad Bhagavatam. They gave up everything, all all their aristocracy, everything. And they became mendicants and they lived in Vrindavan. And they didn't care for anything even though they were in the lap of luxury before. But uh, now they were just, you know, uh, living as penniless beggars in Vrindavan. So, they are also similar, very great examples. So, thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Himad Bhagavatam ki Jaya Srila Prabhupada ki Jaya Hare Krishna. One chakal pata ruvisha kripas in paane way. Pati danam paan vishnapanam. Jaya